beautiful soul. Welcome to the Quantum Business Queen podcast. This podcast is a vortex for activating wealth, riches, and boss bitches. It is here that I teach multi-dimensional business. Our content will fall under three different categories, 5D quantum creation, 4D frequency alchemy, and the most potent 3D strategy. Every aspect of business that contributes to the creation of success is covered here. Plus, I will be personally interviewing the most amazing boss bitches that are at the forefront of the game, paving the way for money, magic, and magnetism in business. Let's get ready to activate all of that within you. I was kind of, well, kind of, I was dissecting my journey and like, you know, the past version of Sarah and the version of Sarah is so interesting because this aligns so beautifully with, with something I heard, was listening to the other day. The past version of Sarah who was working in the Silicon Valley and had absolutely nothing going for me. And when I say nothing going for me, I mean absolutely nothing going for me. I've never lived in a city, never worked in a corporate job. Up until that point, I'd worked in a gym, a deli, a daycare. And like, here I am, like, you know, scared out of my wits, country girl, living in, you know, living and working in the Silicon Valley, which, you know, and in a sales role, shall we say it that like, you know, imagine when you see on like the movies, you know, like these stockbroking rooms where everyone's like yelling and shouting and it's like crazy, intimidating, like hyper-masculine environment. It was one of the most, I don't even know how to describe it. Intimidating. Yes. But expansive experiences. I probably have been through up in this, up until this point. And there were so many codes I gained in that experience that I would probably attribute to a major part of why I've been able to create success in my business now. But obviously the majority as well is interweaving this feminine ability to manifest and anchor into such a staunch belief and divine knowing. And so what I want to talk about today are some really potent codes around how you weave these two things together because they can be quite opposite. And I find that people are anchored in either one or the other and not necessarily pulling on both. And it's important to have both. It's important to have the Jesus and the boss bitch energy. It truly is because that's the world we're living in. We are anchored on this planet where we are energetic creators, but we're also in physicality. And we need to make sure that we truly have understanding of how we interweave both of these frequencies. And when you truly get this balance right, this is how, like, I think like truly how you expedite this process and really build this knowing of what's unfolding in front of you. And so I want to talk about a couple of things. I did a masterclass yesterday in the private Facebook group. I think you would have heard a little bit about what I spoke about with regards to really the feminine frequencies and the crucial aspects of the feminine manifestation frequencies you really need to anchor into in order to be super buoyant and feel like you're just, you're on the ride and you're, you don't even have to have clarity around how this is going to unfold or what it looks like. Maybe a little bit about what it looks like. Well, not even necessarily, but you just, you have a freaking a belief, 
a, a positive expectation that there is something tapping you on the shoulder. This is going to, oh my God, when I take you through the end part of this, this is going to really put all of these pieces together and hopefully make this journey, like give you so much clarity around this journey and what it looks like and everything you could pull on all of the pieces to make you that divine architect of you are the architect you were building, you know, you were building this out, this kingdom, this kingdom, whatever you want to call it. And the building materials are the feminine and the masculine frequencies. These are the energies that we work with on this 3d planet. And these two Almost opposing forces are what creates the building materials. We have to use both. Like we really do. That's, that's, that's the negative and the positive aspects of this 3D reality. Those two things create the building materials. And so once we figure out how to interweave these two in such divine way, it's like, like step back. Okay. So when it comes to anchoring in the manifestation frequencies, you, this is actually proven by science. I can't wait to pull this all together at the end. If you're in here, purpose is everything. Being driven by a purpose and a cause. It's it's everything. And the reason why it's everything is that if you have a purpose and a cause as to why you're doing something, you're working with a consciousness that is there in the quantum. Your business is actually a consciousness. If you don't have a purpose or a cause and you're doing something, because you want to make money and we want to make money. We want to make money from the purpose and the cost. But if you're doing something because it's driven by a result, making money, making you feel significant, trying to reach for something external. So you feel something internally. You are stepping way outside the realm of a conscious co-creation. You are totally in manufacturing, a place of manufacturing. You'll feel like you're pushing shit uphill. You feel like, you know, things don't always, you know, happen the way you want them to. And that, you know, that happens regardless, you know, that's just reality. And that's cool. We don't place any meaning on it, but it's never, it's, you're never really going to have things fully anchored into fruition. I'm going to give you some insane examples of this by, you know, some really famous people in a minute. The most important aspect when it comes to building the, the frequency foundation of your business is, is understanding the cause. When you are driven by something, this will also be accompanied <laughs> by a belief. When you're anchored into something that is a consciousness, when you're anchored into something that is a cause, it will be accompanied by a belief because this consciousness is just that it is, it is access to timelines, things that have already been created. And when you're anchored into a cause, when you're anchored into a purpose, it will be accompanied by belief because you know it's there. There's something tapping you on the shoulder saying, Sarah or Heather or Ruth, there's something bigger for you. There's something bigger for you. And we need to, we need to channel this through. And I have chosen you to be the steward for this. I have chosen you. Now that's a big responsibility. It's an honor is how you should look at it. I have chosen you. Now I want you to grab onto that belief. And allow that to connect with your desire, which will equal a positive expectation. Now, this is the feminine frequencies that you really have to anchor into in order to be a clear channel for the consciousness of your business to come through. You know, when you have a belief and you have it aligned with the desire, this is how you know you're working with the consciousness. This locks it in 
to a positive expectation. And we are just sitting on autopilot and positive expectation. You are like literally autopiloting your, your beautiful manifestations to come through. These are the beautiful divine feminine frequencies that are crucial in order to anchor in the purity of your purpose when it comes to business creation. Now, of course, alignment is absolutely freaking crucial. And I wanted to throw alignment in. I know I talk about this all the time. I throw alignment terms in all, you know, everywhere. But alignment is is so freaking important when you're working with the consciousness of your business because your business will give you directives. You'll get that intuitive hit that this is the direction you need to go or this is how much you're going to need to charge. And sometimes that will conflict with your ego. For example, maybe you have a download of, oh, my gosh, here's this next product. This is what I need to charge. And maybe the download was a lot less than what your ego would have liked to have. You really have to tune into the alignment of all of that because it's absolutely crucial. A lot of people put a meaning to what they charge or they attach a meaning to their worthiness. If I'm only charging this, well, this means I'm uh, uh, blah, 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 or whatever. Tune into the alignment of it. It's absolutely crucial. If you're, if, if you're, if your product, if your downloads, if your, essence of your business the soul is telling you this is what we need to do for now and it yeah you may it's maybe a lot less than what your ego was expecting you should be doing or you know it's you freaking have to follow it <laughs> i just got a download to create a container that is way less than i ever thought i would charge for any support however it's you know you get what you pay for like what i'm giving to them in six months i'd give to you guys in like a month and a half really but it's not necessarily like for me, it's like, OK, well, I'm going to do it. It's 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 coming from a cause. It's coming from a purpose. It's coming from wanting to serve. I know there are people that can't like truly afford to get business support in the way they need to. However, they have a purpose and they need a step ladder. And so I, there was a massive download for me to create this step ladder and I did it. And it's out there and it's coming from a cause and a purpose, not from, ooh, how can I make more money? How can I be driven to create a better result? There's those two frequencies are totally, totally opposite, totally opposite. So in this way, your divine feminine frequency can only be channeled. You can only work with the laws of the universe with regards to this. If it's coming from an, a, a, the purity of a purpose, purity of a purpose. And you're tuning into the alignment of it and what every aspect needs to look like. And then you sit in total detachment. So, for example, I'm putting this out. I'm putting this out there. And I am trusting that the souls that are meant to work with me, if this is coming from a consciousness that is my product, then, of course, there are going to be people who have you been you have been contracted to serve in this. I'm going to I'm going to sit in total detachment as they all come in. That's the hard part. (laughs) Not easy. I struggle with that one. So this is the beautiful feminine dance of manifestation in business. It's a beautiful feminine dance. And it's not to say that this is going to be comfortable. These aspects of this is, it can be very uncomfortable, especially the detachment part, especially with the part of, you know, maybe you're sitting in a place where, you know, your ego is telling you, I need to do this. I need to take action. I need to, I need to, I need to. To where the soul of your business is saying, no, you need to sit in silence so I can start giving you all these downloads. I always am woken up in the middle of the night and I'm often downloading so much. It's because I don't give myself space during the day because my ego is kind of like, in, well, you need to, you need to, you need to, we need to do. I still struggle with the balance of that. 
So what happens? I'm woken up. (laughs) I have to pay for that. But if you guys can figure out the dance of this, I think a lot of you have, you know, the belief, the knowing that there's something there, the alignment, allowing yourself to be given the, the little pieces of it, even if your ego doesn't fully agree with what you think it should have looked like. And then you anchor that into the positive expectation where your belief meets your desire. The positive expectation, it is done. It is already there. That belief in this, the belief in what you do, the belief in your purpose is the freaking energetic rocket fuel. And if you do, if you're not connected to the belief, then you're not fully anchored into the consciousness, to the purpose that is the product. The belief is the rocket fuel. It is the absolute rocket fuel because that feeds the divine knowing. And the divine knowing is that thing you need to grab onto when the antidote, when the physical, when your physical reality is showing you nothing but things that might fuel doubt. So I spoke about this yesterday as well because it's like, okay, like how it's, it's hard. Like belief is a muscle you build. How are you going to jump from, you know, back and forth, anchoring into doubt, being inspired, you know, doing that little dance where you're, you're, you're tapping your toes and you're anchoring into physicality and you're pulling yourself out in your inner channel. Like how can you pull yourself out of that dance and be in your vortex of frequency? And I was asking myself this, my higher self, shall I say, <laughs> because it's like, you know, the, the, the basis of manifestation is belief. And I spoke about in the quantum coach certification revision, which um, it's in the business academy portal as well. We talk about revision, like when you nail revision, revision is I'll just give you a, like a very quick, brief overview. It's like nothing is a truth. Nothing is a fact except for what is in your consciousness, a story that you've created in your consciousness. And so we oftentimes limit ourselves on the past stories and the past circumstances when all that truth and the factual, the emphasis we put on being a fact, it's just a story we've created in our consciousness. It's nothing, none of it is ever real. None of it is ever real. And so if we recreate the story and we believe that those are the past experiences and that belief fuels our positive expectations and positive outcomes. We can rewrite our whole reality based on changing our idea of what we've experienced in the past. I know this is a lot. So in order to build up our belief and our ability to do this as positive manifestors, we have to make commitments to ourselves. How can our higher self, how can our egoic self, anchor in belief when we continuously make promises to ourselves and not follow through with them in order to build the muscle of belief it starts with the little things that you would do every single day when you say i'm going to create a ritual when you say i'm going to start eating better when you say i'm going to actually start moving my body and all of these things and and you want to do that and then you start breaking those promises to yourself and your subconscious mind kind of like the belief muscle kind of starts dwindling a little tiny bit so in order to Build this muscle of belief. We need to start interweaving some more masculine frequencies. And what will happen is this will start fueling something to the subconscious mind. When you say, yeah, I'm going to do it. Your ego will be like, well, yeah, you say you're going to do it. You actually, you actually did it. And it starts with the little tiny things around. Okay. I'm going to do this ritual. I'm going to do that. And you're not going to get it perfect and that's okay, but we're building a muscle here. You never get it perfect in the gym. I mean, I'm using that analogy, but you're still building that muscle. You're still, you're, you're still continuously showing up. You're still like 
actively participating in building the health of your body. This is the same with belief. The same thing with belief. If you start building a really solid foundation of belief, you will start becoming unshakable when it comes to being able to be a vortex for your creation. But when your belief wavers, that's when you do the dance of I'm feeling good, I'm feeling awesome, and now I'm plugged in and I'm in doubt. I'm feeling awesome, all right, I'm motivated, let's do this, and all something happened and now I feel like shit and my life is never going to work and my business will never take off the ground. The belief. This is what you have to build. It's this foundation. And it starts with the little tiny things that you do every day where you commit to yourself and you freaking follow through. This is the download that I got. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, well, I need to start changing a few things, (laughs) you know, because I was like, well, how do I like if, if we are we our reality is just a projection of our consciousness. Our reality is a projection of our consciousness. I just want to anchor that statement in one more time. Your business. Your reality is a projection of your consciousness. And we hold all of our belief systems based on our past experiences in that, in our consciousness. And so how do we shift what we have labeled as a fact, meaning, Sarah, well, it's a fact. Like, I'm feeling like, you know, I'm not really building momentum. Sarah, it's a fact that I've tried to do this business in the past and it didn't work. Well, Sarah, it's a fact that it's not. None of it is a fact. It is the story that you hold in your consciousness. It is a truth and, and you were going to justify it. You were going to hook yourself into it by saying, but it was very real. I really felt that, you know, I, that person really did this to me. That really did wound me. And I don't want to take away from or demean or diminish anything, any experience that you've ever been through because that coded you. However, I want you to start unhooking from those beliefs and those stories that keep you so freaking anchored in density. It's only a story that you created that still continues to journey with you in your consciousness. And when you allow that story to journey with you in your consciousness, you will continuously see that projection of it in your physical reality. But guess what? It's your consciousness. You get to choose to change it. And once you start releasing the hooks of the justifications of why you should hold on to the story once you start releasing it and all you have to do is choose to release it you'll feel not only your energetic system expand into more light you'll also see your reality start to shift which will start building your muscle of belief so step one if we like the steps step one look at all of the stories that you have held on to from the past that carry a lot of density Allow yourself to see it. Allow yourself to see the justification hooks. Allow it. Allow yourself to see that. That's creating a projection that you're experiencing right now in your physical reality. Step two, choose different. Choose to release it. Choose to forgive. Choose to let it go. You will immediately feel relief in your energetic system. You will immediately feel your frequency shift. You will probably... Maybe not so immediately, but very shortly, see things start to change in your reality, which will help you build the muscle of belief. Step two, start making promises to yourself that you follow through on, because subconsciously, that will build that believability to your subconscious mind that, yeah, F yeah, you're going to do this. I do it for myself every day. And once you start anchoring in the belief of yourself, you will have a pure channel uh, accommodated by Freaking rocket fuel of belief, which will then start building on your positive expectations, which will have your positive manifestations on autopilot. Positive expectations. I explained this yesterday. It's like, you know, you're in 
just unshakable manifestation mode when you're in positive expectation. Because positive expectation is literally you waking up in the morning expecting your living room to be there. That's expectation. It's a positive one because you want your living room to be there. That is the feeling of unshakable positive expectation. It's just, it's all, it's, it is beyond done. It, it happens every freaking day. Imagine when you have that, if you have that same energy in your business, success backed by that positive, unshakable expectation, driven by purpose, driven by alignment. It, it's, it's, it's literally, you are unfreaking stoppable. So these are the feminine frequencies, and it takes a bit of masculine effort, shall we say, for lack of a better word, to anchor this in, because it's like, right, well, how am I going to structure my day? How am I going to do little things that I follow through on? How am I going to make sure that I take this physical action to anchor in my subconscious belief in myself? Because now now I follow through. I follow through with things. And you look at it like from a standpoint of if you mirror people who have created success, this is what they do. They probably don't understand what it's probably doing on a subconscious level, but you see, they have these routines. They have these little rituals. They have these things they do every day. Maybe what they don't realize, or maybe they do realize it, is this is actually building up a subconscious foundation of unfrickin' shakable belief in themselves. So I had this, this literally had this download two days ago where it's like, we talked about revision. We talked about like, you know, revision, meaning giving your whole past a whole different meaning. And that will immediately have an impact on what you manifest right now. But how do we do that? The only thing that stops you from being able to be this goddess power in revision and being able to literally say, this is what I want to experience. This is how I do it. And now I'm experiencing it. The only wedge in that is belief. And so when I was downloading, like, well, how do we, how do we just, yeah, we just, we, how do we snap our fingers and, and how are we able to do this? How, how do we build this muscle of belief? And immediately all of these downloads started coming through around. It starts with the daily things you do. It starts with the follow through that, that you do when you say you're going to, when you're going to commit to something. Because if you're not doing that, then your subconscious mind is like, yeah, well, really, you keep saying this, but eh. starts with the small things and make it easy. I'm going to wake up at 7 a.m. You know, I'm going to do that. I'm going to sit and meditate, you know, make this expansive. It doesn't have to be hard. I'm not saying it has to be hard, but it has there has to be follow through. OK, so I'm going to talk. I want to talk to you guys about how do we interweave this and really anchor this in with the proper masculine frequencies, you know, and this you guys get to tune into because this is all about alignment as well. And the, the point I wanted to make here is that when you're in constant communication with the soul of your business, you know, detachment is crucial because it will give you directives and you might be like, uh, OK, really? Or. Uh, okay, I wasn't thinking that, you know, like this is your ability to surrender and like be in just pure alignment with the consciousness of the uni- universal forces that are trying to work with you to build this thing out with you. You guys are not doing this alone. <laughs> You're not doing this alone. You're not doing this alone if you are driven by a purpose. You will be doing this alone if you're driven by a result in money and stepping outside and trying to manufacture something. That's not working with the consciousness that is your frequency. But if you can be in detachment and if you can allow yourself to receive the directives, you guys are freaking not doing this alone. You have a whole team, a whole soul team fully supporting the back end, shall we say? <laughs> okay. So that's more on the feminine frequencies, but let's talk about the boss bitch energy. 
<laughs> and let's talk about being the architect. When I was working in the Silicon Valley, it, I was driven by, funnily enough, I was driven by a purpose. And it was really interesting. Like that purpose was, oh, it was hard to put like an actual label on it. I wasn't overly spiritual back then. I liked, you know, I was interested in psychic things and whatever. I was actually brought up kind of, kind of a religious, I wouldn't even say a religious household. Like in, when I was younger, we went to church, but that totally fell off. However, you know, if you're from America, religion is, and you more, you could attest to this probably is more in your face. Like you'll, you know, I remember driving down the freeway, seeing like Jesus billboards. And I'm thinking, you know, you wouldn't really, you wouldn't see that in Australia, especially like, like specific, like more the, you know, the Midwest and stuff. Religion is like a massive thing. So it's more of a, I don't know. It's more of a, I guess the only way to put it, it's kind of more in your face where it's, it's more, it has more of an influence I've noticed than it does in Australia. So when I started my corporate job, I, I was driven by something. I was driven by a purpose. I was driven by wanting to anchor something in to expand my ability to understand who I was. It's hard to really put words to that purpose, but it was to expand my ability to really truly understand who I was and what I was capable of doing and anchoring into because come from a small town, went to college in a small town, made 13 grand the year before, worked in a deli, you know, like very sheltered, (laughs) you know? And so I remember like, I remember, and I tell this story time and time again, where I was sat in the chair and that, you know, that my boss was like, this is a six figure position. Can you handle it? You know, and all of that. And I remember just saying yes with everything and just holding on to that purpose of wanting to understand me more and who I was on a deeper level and what I was capable of creating, despite having everything stacked against me. And I knew in order for me to experience that, I had to put myself in situations that felt freaking uncomfortable. And I already had by being interviewed in that job anyway. And somehow, by some course of of a miracle, I got the job. But I knew if my purpose was to expand into and understand more of who I was and what I was capable of doing, this masculine energy of making myself feel uncomfortable was required. And I remember thinking to myself, if I wanted to stand out amongst all of these people that are way more qualified than me, way more, they have experience in the environment. They wouldn't have been as intimidated as I was because I had never even lived in a city up until that point. They had corporate experience. They had sales. They had whatever, fill in the blank. I knew in order to, for me to energetically expand I had to make myself uncomfortable and and I actually went out of my way to make myself feel uncomfortable. And this, when I look at how the two things that really differentiated me, maybe the three things, the three things are me being way underqualified. That was a massive differentiator, but that was also a massive expander for me. The other thing I did was I purposely put myself in positions where I constantly felt scared as shit. Here's an example. We used to have trainers come in, sales trainers come in and sit in and listen on our in on our calls and everyone freaking hated it. And I hated the thought of it. But, you know, it was it was that thing that was going to make me better. It was that thing that was going to expand my comfort zone, my ability to understand 
what I was capable of and, you know, how, how far I can like anchor into like really push the boundaries for myself internally. So anytime a corporate trainer would come in, like people would hide, people would book meetings, people would be like, Oh, I'm not going to be in the office today or whatever, miraculously. But I made sure that I scheduled myself in for that every freaking time, every time. And I sat in the energy of the complete uncomfortable, awkward, like this is this is scary as shit, and 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 it's and it's it's like humbling as hell as well. I just sat in that, and it was weird. Something about me, something, some part of my consciousness knew back then that energy when I was sitting in it. I felt the expansion of my cells. Like it was scary, it was uncomfortable, it was humbling because people are telling you constantly, "Okay, you're doing this wrong." Blah blah blah. blah, blah. It's putting you. It's subjecting you to extreme scrutiny. But I would choose to sit in it every single time. Not only would I choose it, I would seek it out. And there was some sort of resolve that was built in me in those moments that I cannot explain. It coded me in a specific way that I can now look back and say that massively contributed to why I kind of have a, in a way, I don't give a shit attitude. Not I don't give a shit, but I can't explain it. I'm not afraid of failure. I'm really not. And I think that doing that, sitting in that masculine energy of allowing myself to be stretched to my boundaries coded me in that way where it's like, yeah, I'll, I can face it. I'll do it. I, and, and, and me doing that proves it built that resolve for my ego. It built that belief system in myself that I know I can sit and I can stretch my internal cells to feel so freaking uncomfortable. and. I'm okay with that. And this is a masculine energy I want you guys to to think about. Like where what is it that you need? What is in your if we use that analogy of that trainer? Like who's what is that trainer in your reality? What is that thing that you need to do and sit in to expand your cells and to build that masculine resolve? That's going to give your ego staunch belief in your ability to be able to transcend whatever the hell comes up. That's what that did for me. It was so uncomfortable. It was so humbling. It was so freaking scary, but I did it. And that built some sort of resolve in me that I cannot explain. And now the way that fuels into my current day reality is I will do things that scare the shit out of me because my ego knows you got this. You got this girl. And also from that massive success will come. (laughs) That's the belief. That's the resolve I built. So what is that for you guys? What have you been hiding from that you know you freaking need to sit in? You might not know straight away. Everyone needs to have that energy of being humble. And, and, and that humble energy so important because that's how you're coded. Because when you're humble, you will take in everything. You will, you will be the, the, the student always. You'll be like, yeah, there's constantly more I need to, to, to learn. There's constantly more I need to, to do to be able to grow. But if you can grab that thing that is going to expand your cells and build your belief in yourself and your resolve, those are the muscles, the masculine muscles that you really need to build in order to be this unfreaking stoppable architect of your empire. So I want you guys, and you may not know it now, 
But I want you to like, I want you to pull that thing out from the ethers that you might have been keeping at arm's length, that thing that's been scaring you shitless that you need to do. And I want you to pull it into your field. We interrupt this awesome podcast episode to tell you about my life-changing Quantum Business Academy. If you are ready to take your business to the next levels of abundance and freedom, then you're definitely going to want to hear more. Please don't take my word for it, though. Here is one of our alumni sharing their experience. Wow. Where do I even begin with QBA and serotonin and my time in the container? Let's start with knowing that I have the permission to create my wildest, deepest, biggest vision. I had my highest cash day. I completely changed the direction of my business. I landed in my purpose and my passion. I felt like being a part of it all has given me the permission to truly be me and make the deepest impact possible. Yeah, wow. Serotonin and QBA changed my life. It was so deeply healing to be in a space with like-minded people who are service-based, here to literally serve other souls and to be held in such a space where you can come as you are and you are seen in your unique gifts, your talents, your desires and to have your vision come to life around other beautiful people is something that I will be forever grateful for and being led by Sarah in all of her vulnerability, her humour, her loving, unconditional, nurturing ways. Wow. Honestly, wow. If you want to know more, then please head over to my show notes, book a call with me, or you can message me in DMs. Now let's get back to the podcast. Because that would build some some indescribable resolve in you to where there's literally nothing, nothing, nothing that'll hold you back. Literally nothing. And this is kind of where... People can get confused, especially kind of in the spiritual realm of creation, feminine energy, manifestation. I need you guys to to anchor into the boss bitch energy as well. I need you to understand that, you know, to really anchor in your purpose in this reality of contrast. There is going to be the fear, the humble, the scrutiny, the all of it. But this is what will expand your cells. This is what will extend the walls of your limitations. And that's what this does. It extends the walls of your limitations. But if you don't allow yourself to build that energy, the walls of your limitations are going to feel like they're closing in on you. But this is what extends them. This is what expands them, I should say. Comfort, don't, comfort zone does not expand the walls of your limitations. I wish they did. <laughs> but you guys... Here's how you put this all together, okay? Now, this is why one of the reasons why I've why I asked you to come with come up with your why. And again, if you weren't able to do that, that's okay. But after I tell you about this next part, you're gonna want to anchor into the why <laughs> on a freaking deep level because when you put this feminine energy, combine it with when you have the masculine and it's driven by a why. You won't be stopped. Like, end of story. All right, this is so important. Your 
why your purpose it is i touched on it at the beginning it's everything when you're tapping into the why you're tapping into a consciousness you're tapping into something deeper you're tapping into a whole team of people who have come together to help you support this mission because you haven't come to earth have not come to planet earth by chance you came because there's something here you're meant to freaking do the purpose the why it's your driver it's the whole point of this It's the whole point of this. So if you don't understand this aspect of the business, then then you're not connected to everything that's going to keep you going during the dark times. You're not going to connect you to the thing that's going to drive you forward when you're sitting in this insane energy of expanding your limitations because it's freaking uncomfortable. But if you have that why, you will be allowed to sit in that energy knowing there's some purpose to it all you'll be able to sit in the cell expansion of your limitations and this uncomfortability because there is a reason to pull it all together it's so important to understand your why you guys this is absolutely crucial and i'm going to give you some really freaking cool historical examples of this like the why will will take you from the the total underdog with nothing going for you when every other thing in your reality is stacked up against you. The why is what pulls you into that success timeline. It is that, it, that is the absolute driver, the absolute driver. And if you have, if there isn't a why behind it, then it's, you, you would have felt it. Like, I don't know if any of you have tried this, like, like if, if any of you have had this or you've tried, like I have had this actually when I had Ella, I was just I wanting to put a business together, but it was because I wanted to make money. That's not a strong enough why. That doesn't have purpose. Okay? This is so important. Ah! I can't even tell you how important this is. Yesterday on the master class, I said, literally said to people, if you want to come to me and work in the business academy with me and you say it's because you want to make a lot of money, I can't, I can't help you. Yes, I will help you make lots of money if you're anchored in purpose, without a doubt. But if you come to me and you say, If you come to me and say, Sarah, I have a purpose. I have something tapping me on the shoulder. I I know there's something I need to do. Will you help me do it? And will you help me make lots of money? Yeah, of course. If you come to me and say, Sarah, help me make lots of money. Full stop. That's it. Period. I can't, I can't help you. (laughs) I I can't. It has to be a purpose. It has to be a why. And I'm going to give you some examples of this. This is Simon Sinek's and he talks about this. He talks about he talks about Apple as an example. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Have you guys seen this example from him? He talks about Apple and he talks about why they have been one of the most innovative computer program or computer companies when every other company out there has access to the same resources. They have access to the most amazing, brilliant minds. They have access to the same agencies that could, you know, consult for them. They have access to the same resources. But why has, has everybody gone for Apple instead of Dell, instead of, I don't know, even know what some of the other brands are? Everyone thinks apples when they think of technology, when they think of computers. And the one thing that Apple has done that no one else has figured out how to quite nail is they lead with their why. People don't buy what you do. For example, what does Apple do? They build computers. They don't buy that. They buy freaking why you do it. They buy the innovation. They buy the purpose. They buy what drives. So the way Simon explains this is is awesome. He basically says, you know, 
everybody knows potentially what they do. So for example, what I help people build business businesses. There's a million people out there that help people build online businesses. None of you came to me because of what I do. Logistically speaking, how do I do it? Oh, I have a portal. I do live streams. We do little master classes. That's how I do it. You guys came to me because of why you guys came to me because of my purpose, my cause. My purpose is I am choosing to break the chains of slavery. I want people to understand who they are as deliberate creators. And therefore, once they anchor into that divine knowing, they have a ripple effect across the world and they help the consciousness rise as well. That is my why. Every single one of you came to me because of that. You didn't come to me because I teach you step one to business building. Step two, step three. Lots of people do that online. You came to me because I have a why and I know it and I articulate it. Everything I teach revolves around that why. How do I release people from the slave codes? How do I expand their coding? How do I open up and awaken them to truly understanding who they are and what their consciousness is capable of? That's my why. That drives me. That's everything I talk about in my messaging. Apple is the same. So Apple very clearly articulate their why. Basically, the the gist of Apple's why is because they are wanting to innovate. They are wanting to push the limits of potential. They are wanting to show people that through belief in themselves and belief in what they do, they can they can push the status quo, and they do. Look at Steve Jobs. Like, look at how you know people would would say to him, "Oh, you can't put that many that much data in a tiny little iPod." Constantly pushing the status quo. That's what Apple does. That's what they articulate. That's what they communicate. So what they do, they build computers, how they do it, they do it in a whatever way, but why they do it is why we purchase from them. What and how do not drive behavior ever in marketing. What and how does not drive consumer behavior. It's why. When Dell tried to put out an MP3 player, everyone's like, why would we buy an MP3 player from a computer company? Yet, that's what we do. We do it through Apple, don't we? Consumer action is driven by why. It's driven by purpose. Always. So if you, this is the masculine side to why. The feminine side to why is if you don't know your why, you're not connected into the consciousness. But if you're not conveying the deeply driven, embedded why to your marketplace, then there's a million other people that are doing what you do and maybe doing how you do it. That's not what drives consumer behavior. It is the why. Okay, I want to give you another example of this because this is a really interesting one. You know, we talk about like the momentum, the energetic momentum that's built behind you when you're really being driven by a why. And Simon used the story of the, the Wright brothers. You see these examples throughout history, Apple being one of them. Apple, Apple got this right. They knew that they had to drive emotional behavior. So this is literally, this is actually works with your, this whole concept actually works with biology. So the how and the, and the what, these two things, these actually work with the cortex, the analytical aspect of the brain. Like, you know, you could weigh up the pros and cons. You can have the data. This is all the what, sorry, that's the what. But the why is the limbic brain. That's the emotional center. The emotions are what drives behavior. 
And this is why this is so important. You know, when you have that gut feeling where you can, yeah, maybe you have all the data that's favoring you to make a certain decision, but there's something inside of you that says, no, I still need to go the other way. That's what this why does. And this is why the why drives consumer behavior. The perfect, the most amazing example of this is that Simon used was the Wright brothers. Everyone knows the Wright brothers. They're famous for having like the first controlled like flight. Like they were, they were the ones that made everything possible now for us to be able to fly. Like they created that first controlled flight simulation. And it was really interesting because it reminded me, I mean, I shouldn't use this as a comparison at all, but it did remind me of when I was working in the Silicon Valley because I'm pretty sure neither of the Wright brothers had a college education. Neither of them had massive funding. They were using the money from their bike shop to fund this this whole experiment. Neither of them had access to all of these insane resources and the finest, the brightest minds in the world. They didn't have access to any of it. Every freaking thing was stacked up against them. But they had one thing, and it was their why. They knew there was something deeply embedded in them that was telling them if they figured this out, they would change the whole course of humanity. And that made them unshakable in their mission. Absolutely unshakable. Every single physical evidence of why they shouldn't do it was there. But they had a why. And that was their rocket fuel. That freaking drove them. Meanwhile, there was a, another guy, Samuel Langley. He was given a massive grant, like a $50,000 grant from the military to say, if you figure this out, we'll make you like the richest man in history, <laughs> basically. So this guy, they, they contacted this guy because he had all these contacts from Harvard. He had worked in like Smithsonian. Like he, they gave him access to all the brightest minds in the world to try to figure out this flight thing. And he was driven by the result. He was driven by the money. He had everything going for him. All the evidence. Isn't the evidence distortion an interesting one? It's such a freaking distortion. All the evidence of why this should work. He, you know, he was Harvard freaking educated, had all ex- access to all the money, access to all the minds. But what did he not have? He didn't have the why. He didn't have the why. Why have we never heard of this guy? (laughs) It's because the Wright brothers figured it out. They had the why. And you know what happened? This is even interesting, and this freaking confirms it. When Samuel found out that the Wright brothers had worked it out, he gave up. I'm done. Sorry. He didn't say, oh, let's work out how we can make this better and bigger and how we can make this more available. He was done. That's how you know there's nothing, you don't have that consciousness. There's nothing freaking backing your purpose because there is none. There is no purpose. It all comes from the why. Can you guys like truly get how important this is? Because if you don't know the why, when you come up against something that's hard or overwhelming or frustrating or something doesn't go your way, if you don't have that purpose backing it, then it's just, it's, it's just gonna feel like it's kind of like, uh, it's, it's just soulless. There's nothing propelling it. But when you have this, it's, it's unfreaking shakeable. When you combine the why 
with your understanding of how you're meant to operate as a deliberate creator and your ability to sit in the masculine frequencies of pushing and expanding your limits, this is the recipe here. This is the recipe. Truly. And so, and you guys, I mean, there's so much proof of this throughout history. So much proof of this. You know, like, I love that Simon Sinek used the Wright brothers as an example, because this is absolutely proof of when somebody is driven by the right thing. It's just, it's done. It's anchored. It's happening. And trust me when I say the rest comes. I'm sure they may, and the Wright brothers ended up making lots of money. They definitely changed the course of history, but that's not, that they don't care. They weren't doing it for the money. In fact, apparently they would bring, this is so important. They would bring five sets of parts every time they go out and experiment because they would know that they would probably fail at least five times. If they didn't have a why after failure number three, what do you think would happen? Done. Sorry. But not only would they fail five times every single try, they'd go back the next time and prepare for the, nether, the next five times they would probably fail. And the next and the next and the next. They probably didn't even label it as failure. It's all information gathering. But the why made them untouchable, unstoppable. And that consciousness that was that flight, that controlled flight technology chose them. That's why the why was there. That's why their purpose was there. It didn't choose Samuel. Samuel was driven by external gratification. Samuel was driven by results, money. And if what you're doing is soulless, it's because you haven't connected to the why. And if you haven't connected to the why, it's going to be super easy to give up when things get hard. When your soul wants you to sit in the masculine frequency of expansion. Yes, it's the law of inspired action. Love it. Yes, the law of inspired action. That is directly being fueled by your why. 100%. If you don't have why, you're not having, you won't be connected to inspired action. Not at all. Not at all. So I deeply request that you guys all invite in your why, but it's at the forefront. You lead with it in every single thing you do. Why, divine service, all of it co-creating with the consciousness that is your business. And when you put the purpose at the forefront of everything, the results don't necessarily matter, but what happens then? They come because you're not in this place of attachment, needing it, this needy energy, because you're driven by something that's much greater. So if we're not leading with the why, you're leading with the wrong energy, the wrong intentional energy. You're not creating with the energy that creates worlds, the consciousness that is your business. It has to be a consciousness that that drove the Wright brothers to do that every freaking day. You put their whole family at risk, their whole business, everything, all of their profits, their beautiful, humble bike store went into that. What drove that? Something way bigger than we can all imagine. And if we're not connected to that, then we're not connected to that consciousness that is way bigger than any of us could ever imagine. So potent. But it's also your ability to communicate that because every single one of you are here because of my why, because that's totally that intentional energy behind why I do all of this is totally different to everyone else. Okay, so what I want to do is I want to do a a, an activation. And what I'm going to do at the end is I'm just going to end 
I'm just going to end this transmission so you guys can stay in this energy. But before we go, I just want to say I love you guys. <laughs> oh, man. I want to just feel into the energy of you all. <laughs> I just pinch myself because I can feel the potency in every single one of you. Ah! And it makes me so excited because you guys are all here for a purpose and a reason. Like, seriously, otherwise you wouldn't be in here. Yeah. But these are the pieces. These are the pieces. It's so important. And, and also, I really want to emphasize I want to emphasize also to invite the masculine energy in, like as a last point that I kind of want to drill, re-drill into you. What is your sales trainer equivalent that you have to invite in and have sit next to you? What is that for you? I want you guys to invite that in. Okay. And it might just be, I don't know, putting yourself out there, uh, making, building funnels. I don't know what it is, you know, but what is that for you? Because that builds such a resolve in me that when I combined that with my why, oh, I, that coded me with something I can't like really truly even try to articulate that. I try to say like, I don't give a shit in energy. It's not that because I give so much of a shit. <laughs> it's not even funny, but it's just like, I can't describe it. I cannot describe it. So what is that for you guys? So I want you guys to sit in that. What is the self-expanding, limitation-pushing thing that you get to invite, invite in and sit in it? Just allow yourself to sit in it. You know, like, I probably didn't really learn much. I'm sure I learned a little bit from having that lady sit in and listen to my calls. I was literally and metaphorically sitting in that freaking uncomfortable self-expanding energy. I invited it in. Instead of running and and saying to people, like, booking appointments so I wouldn't be there conveniently when that sales trainer was in the office – I, tr- I invited it in because something in me said, you need to expand your cells. You need to see how you can push the walls of your limitations. Just sitting in that energy, that shifted me. It wasn't the learning. It wasn't the what. <laughs> it was the why, why I sat in that. And it freaking did something to me where I, like I said, it coded me in a way where I can't, there's not words I can put on, like pinpoint it to, but with all the ads stacked against me, I did really freaking well in that job in the Silicon Valley. Okay. I'm going to invite you to sit into this meditation and activation. Boss bitch energy. This is, this is it. You know, I stepped into my shaking in my boots, boss bitch energy in the Silicon Valley and it did something. It changed that, that in a, probably in a small way changed the course of how I'm able to, to do things now. <laughs> So everyone get in a comfortable position and we're going to do meditation or this is like an activation. And because, you know, we are all such feminine beings. We're so used to being in comfortable energy led by what feels good. But I'm inviting you to now invite in the shit that feels scary because that's the balance that we have to we have to interweave through all of this. We live on a 3D planet that is a balance of contrast. And if we're only sitting in the feminine energy, we do not have the building materials to be an architect. The building materials are the positive and the feminine and the masculine. That is what makes the literal materials. And if we're not inviting that other side of it in, we're just going to flow and be airy fairy and it's not going to fully be anchored. Okay. Whew. The intention for this activation is to, and trust me when I say intention is freaking everything, everything, intention moves energy, guys. 
Intention moves energy. So I'm just saying this so we can get your intention aligned to deeply and powerfully, deeply and powerfully invite in the why, invite in your ability to be a freaking magical goddess, deliberate creator, and also inviting in the scariest shit things. Inviting it in because I want you to have all the tools as this architect because I feel like the scariest shit things, some of us might have been holding this at arm's length for a little while, but it's actually that very piece of the puzzle we need to invite it in. All right, so I want you to take three breaths in, and the intention of these breaths are to call your energy back from the past, from the future, into this present moment. I want you to be in your body deeply anchored in the now. This is where all of your most powerful creation abilities exist right now. Breathe into your body, feel your lungs expand out. Feel the consciousness of you deeply anchored into physicality now. I want you to move your awareness now to your heart space and just activate that heart space. Breathe in, just with your intentions, activate it. This is the portal. Your heart space is your portal to your potential, to the quantum. If you're led by your heart, you're led by your purpose. Deep breath in, activate now. So beautiful. Well done. I want you to bring your awareness now to the top of your head, your crown chakra, and imagine a cord reaching up into the ethers, up, 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 past the atmosphere of the earth, out into the universe. Imagine this cord seeking out your soul star. This is a soul star portal. This is your full oversoul network where all the information around your purpose exists, your past life, your future lives, all the timelines, everything that you've ever been coded with exists in this portal. Feel now this cord connecting to the soul star portal, activating it now. Everything that is you is here. Your consciousness, your purpose, everything you need, your divine inspiration, we activate that connection now. With your intention, activate. Good. Now just bring your awareness back into your body. Come down from the ethers back into your body. Now come down to your base chakra. Want you to feel a beautiful golden cord extending down from your base into the center of the planet Mother Gaia, grounding all of this beautiful creation here on this planet. Feel that cord descending past all the different layers of Mother Earth, descending deeper and deeper and deeper until you hit her beautiful golden core. This is where the mother love energy exists all the support, all the abundance, all the nurturing, all the love, all the stability, 
activate all of that now, that deep connection. This now puts you in your beautiful column of ascension, your column of creation. I want you to now come back into your body. And above your head, I want you to notice there's a spinning orb of energy. This orb is spinning, spinning, spinning. This orb is full of everything you need to have your divine creation fully manifest itself on this amazing planet. This orb is potent with your purpose. This orb is fully coded in your why. This orb has all of the frequency of belief, divine knowing, all the feminine energies of manifestation, your conscious creation, and the masculine frequencies of expanding your limitations. I want you to feel this orb. See what color it is. Maybe it's changing. Maybe it's rainbow. Maybe it's crystalline. I want you to see it spinning. And the more it spins, the more potent that energy becomes. Feel the potency in all of the frequencies that it encapsulates. Now what I want you to do with all of those energies, the purpose, the why, the manifestation energy, and the masculine frequencies of expanding limitations, all of it, I want you to pull it into the crown chakra, the top of the head. Allow this orb to code the chakra with all of the frequencies of creation, every tool you need. I want you to allow this orb to help you release any false codes and false truths that have held you back. Do this now. I want you to now, with your intention, know that these frequencies and this energy will continue to work, will continue to activate, will continue to release everything you need to in the crown chakra until it's fully aligned with the purpose of your mission. I want you to bring this orb now into your third eye chakra. Allow it to potently code this third eye with everything you need. Allow it to give you an anchor in your vision. Allow it for you to clearly see the truth and the purpose as to why you are here. Allow it to wipe away any false illusions. Good. Know that it will do this job fully and completely or recode This energy will remain in your third eye until everything has been anchored. I want you to move this orb now to your throat chakra. Allow it to be in your divine truth. Allow it to amplify it. Allow it to wash away any fear of you speaking out. Allow it to clear any false limitations you've put on your voice and your purpose. Allow it to so deeply code you in this throat chakra that nothing will hold you back from speaking your manifestations into reality. Good. Code it now. 
I want you to now move this orb, this activated orb, this divine orb of potent codes into your heart space. Allow it to be the amplifier of everything you do. Allow it to be the driver. Allow allow it to give you the buoyancy that you need when things feel dense and heavy. Activate all the codes, clear away any of the programmings that have been the false truths. Good. Activate now. Activate now. Feel the potency of this orb doing its job. Surrender to this coding. Trust and have faith that everything, it's doing everything it needs for you to be in this potent shift. Well done. Good. going to have it sit just for a second longer. Now allow it to move down. I want you now to feel the potency of the solar plexus chakra. I want you to feel the potency of this orb and all of its divine codes radiating now into your solar plexus. I want it to amplify the joy of the journey, the joy of creation, the joy of your sovereignty and being in your power. Let this orb code the solar plexus. Let it deeply anchor these codes into the purpose of your mission and fully being empowered in it. Good. Clearing out any false programmings that have not allowed you to truly take back control. Now bring this orb into the sacral mother creation womb center, center of creation. Clear away any false programmings around your ability to be that creator. Amplify the power of the womb, that creation center. Activate it now. (sighs) Clear out any false programmings in this womb space that have held you back from truly inviting your creations in and birthing it through this precious center. Invite the magic of this orb in to deeply recode this center of creation that has been for eons distorted. We're releasing all of that now. Good. Now pull this amazingly potent orb through to the center of the base chakra, the connection to Mother Earth, the place where everything comes through and meets the planet to bring forth your creations into physicality. Allow this orb to clear out any distortions in the base chakra around your ability to be your own deliberate creator and pull your creations through onto this physical planet. Shift them now. 
Allow this orb to recode you and re-anchor everything you're pulling through into physicality. I want you to birth this orb through to your base chakra and release it into the ethers. Let it go now. Release it into the universe. Let it go do its thing, knowing that it's pulling all of the, the synchronicities together, all of the people together. It's working for you. I want you to fully release it now in total detachment, knowing it's done its job. I want you to sit in this energy in complete gratitude and excited anticipation for everything that's being put together to pull all the pieces of your purpose together. I'm sending you guys so much love. I'm so happy and I cannot wait to watch as all of it comes through.